0: hello welcome back to the bible study girl podcast i am sarita you probably know me as bible study girl and the first voice that graced your ears on this day was the voice of the executive producer of this podcast bible study brother that was an introduction wasn't it (laughs)
1: yes it is it is i bible study brother but i'm also known as icarus gray over at grayery anime and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day make sure that you are subscribed to our youtube channel because it's about to get lit
0: It is, it is, it is. I am working behind the scenes, actually, to get more consistent content on the YouTube channel. I'm also working to get more consistent new information on BibleStudyGirl.com. Currently, I am in a series of thankfulness. Um, Well, actually, by the time you guys listen to this, the series of thankfulness in November will have passed over just like jesus i mean god the death angel passed over the houses that had the blood spirit on the doorposts. y'all don't if you don't Mm, my bad so that portion of this will have passed over But the great news is that those blogs are readily accessible on biblestudygirl.com for you to go and check out. You know, I have been out of practice writing on a consistent basis. When biblestudygirl.com first launched, I wrote every single day for a year and they have. That is a lot of writing. That is a lot of pouring. That is a lot of emoting. And all of that is housed at biblestudygirl.com. A lot of the topics are evergreen, right? Because the struggles and the triumphs that we face in life, I think are are very common. You know, there are things that are unique about my story that didn't happen exactly the way that it happened to you. Uh, but I think those are all topics that no matter when they were written, they still have value. And so I would love for you guys to head to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can also, uh, like Bible Study Brothers said, head over to the YouTube page. To check in, there's a wonderful series that I completed. Um, I read Rick Warren's Purpose-Driven Life. It was a 40-day journey. Um, kind of to help me get focused and centered. If this is your first time listening, or you may not know this, but I turned 40 this year. And so I felt like a great way for me to step into my 40s. I say this quite often, it gets on my brother's nerves, but I opened the door to 40 and my foot over i'm like i just gotta like the door is not closed behind me like i just opened it up a crack so i'm like right here um so i felt like that was a great way for me to get started on my journey into 40 and i'm kind of going off on a tangent but i am gonna get on focus and what the subject of today's podcast is but i was talking to mama and she was telling me that 40 was a new chapter for her and a lot of self-discovery happened for her when she turned 40 and I think that has been true for me as well I think the longer we live the more we learn and the more we grow and know about ourselves um, did you notice a change brother when you went from 20 to 30
1: Uh, yeah I mean it was the last time that I felt um, like Young and upcoming Like I still feel young But like Being in your 20s Is like Okay I ain't like as, as far as like How you chastise yourself Um I was like Yeah you know I still have Opportunity to do this And opportunity to do that Hit 30 It was like How How do I do How, how do I do these things And not only did I hit 30 I hit 30 and was married Like right. You know, like there was literal. Uh, Two big
0: changes at one time. You know,
1: so my 20s were like the, the the end of my 20s, but early 20s were just kind of an experience of youth to where now it's just kind of things feel more cemented in a way of like I have to find new ways to build and find the encouragement of uh, continuing to take steps forward.
0: So I went off down on a rabbit hole. Let me find my way back to center. (laughs) Um, But I do want people to be aware that there are different ways, like you said, you brought up the YouTube channel, but there are different ways to get in contact with us and to connect with us. And some people don't listen to the end, but there are a variety of resources. We believe in community. Uh, Hashtag we preach is all about the fact that our stories are important. Each and every story that you have is important and it deserves to be heard. And so I'm just giving you a different way to hear all the stories that we have to tell. And I also wanna offer, it is completely up to you. You have the discretion and you have the right, but if you have a testimony that you wanna share in a written format, just submit it to BibleStudyGirl. Sorry, Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com or you can submit it uh, on the Facebook page through messenger Instagram if you want your name on it your name can be put on it if you don't you can submit it anonymously but we are always taking submissions for biblestudygirl.com it is a living breathing it is a living breathing website and initially it did start out with me wanting to be able to share my voice but I also want to provide the platform for others that feel the need to share their stories I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna get off it so Bible study mama calls me. <laughs> this is my mama. This is how she thinks. She's had a whole conversation with herself that I was not a part of. And so she calls me and ropes me into this conversation. And she says, this is it. No, hello. I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey. And she says, I'll take the 10th off your hands. Huh? Like, what? What are, we, what are we talking about? And she was talking about... <laughs> writing a blog for Bible study girl.com, but she had a whole conversation with her herself and just looped me in at the end. So she, um, if you go over to Bible study girl.com, check the November 10th. Um, if you, there's a calendar at the top of the page. So if you click on November the 10th, it will pull the blog for November the 10th, right up. Um, and Bible study mama shared her thoughts and, expressions of thankfulness on november the 10th so again that's just an example of the fact that yeah, there are many different contributors to the bible study girl.com websites not just me it's not just bible study mama there have been a variety of people from different walks of life that have wanted to share a story and definitely it was a platform for them to use okay okay
1: so now i'm off of my well now you did got me started on like because okay. it's, it's it's 10 years yeah that's why she wanted to it's been ten, like, cause I know I got a update from Google. It definitely
0: Google. has been ten years because Sweet Baby will be ten next year, so that's how I keep track of it.
1: Wait, Sweet Baby
0: was here? No, she was not here. That's the thing. Uh,
1: okay, so maybe okay. it's been
0: nine years. No, it's been it's nine. It's been
1: ten. I'm. T- has it? I'm twenty. 20- i was 26 is what i was figuring out
0: okay so well um,
1: um, because i remember the 24th
0: oh it has been 10 because sweet baby will be 10 next year and she was not here yet so she will be 10 next year so it has been 10 years so anyway yeah that's what bible study mama's blog is about thankfulness if you want to know the mystery this number 10 we're discussing hop on over to BibleStudyGirl.com and the mystery will be solved. So back on topic, back on, back focus. Mm, This (laughs) is me. I promise I don't have ADHD. It's just a lot to say. So I mentioned the fact that I had done the Purpose Driven Life series recap on YouTube. That prompted Bible Study Brother to title the series, The BSG Book Club. Now I do belong to a book club, but... We don't just read books that enhance our faith. We read all kinds of tragedy and mess. But the BSG Book Club (laughs) is focused on books that will enhance faith and help your practical life, your practical Christian life. I'm not about... To me, the sermons that resonate with me the most are not the ones where the preacher hoops and hollers, but it's when the preacher gives me something that I can use in my life today to help change my life, to empower me to live a a more healthy whole life. And so those are the books that we pick for the Bible Study Girl Book Club. This uh, journey we have been on with the Boundaries book has been long, but it has been fruitful. So currently we are in recapping the Boundaries book that was written by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. We have been through a, quite a journey as we go through this book. Um, Bible Study Brother and I are recording via Zoom, and he had a really appropriate background for today's chapter. We are in chapter 14, and we are discussing boundaries and God. We've gone through so oh, 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 so many uh, phases and stages. I think I could I can speak for myself. I can't speak for you. But each chapter has challenged me in a different way, and has made me look at my life experiences in a different way. And certainly, a chapter about boundaries and God uh, challenged me in a real way. One thing we know to be true is. We serve a God that has boundaries. You can look at Jesus' life on earth when he encountered people uh, that didn't necessarily, they didn't have to accept the gospel. He presented the gospel and then he had a stance, listen, I'm going to dust my feet off and I'm going to keep moving on just like God the Father has standards, Jesus has standards, and he has boundaries. I think one thing that has been the most challenging for me as a person that struggles to develop and maintain healthy boundaries is really, I think, understanding the fact that boundaries have a real place. They are not A negative thing, but they exist to keep us safe, right? And so God certainly has boundaries that He imposes on us, and it's up to us, you know, how we are going to interact with those boundaries. So, this chapter, and I will say this too, it's, 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 in a lot of ways, God is very clear about what his boundaries are and what he expects of us. But I think we have to take ownership of recognizing who he is to kind of help guide us and how we interact with the boundaries that he has established for us. So this chapter was a challenge for me. And I think it—I think we've discussed it in different chapters and in different ways. But, you know, I... Um, I don't like no. I don't like being told no. So much so that quite often I won't ask for something because I don't want the answer to be no. So I would rather do without or try to do it myself. So um, with that being said, let's discuss the fact that, like I said, God definitely has boundaries and it is up to us to be able to Here's the thing. We have free will. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. We have free will. So we have to make the decision of how we're going to interact with the boundaries that God establishes for us. Right. We've talked about personal consequences and boundaries. And we've discussed the personal consequences that we can face when we don't follow boundaries with people. Right. But there are also very real consequences that we have to suffer or take on or incur when we don't respect the boundaries that God has established. So brother, I'm going to ask you this question. What consequences for your behavior has God allowed you, you to experience so that you personally would change?
1: Um, my kindness and my confidence being taken advantage of or rather my dependability. Um, If you don't advocate for yourself, if you don't speak loud about what it is that you need and um, put it all on the altar, as they talk about in the next chapter, you're not going to be able to set good boundaries. And so for a very long time, um, whether it was job situations where I was always the person that would show up, I was always the person that would stay behind um, I expected things in return that I didn't speak up about. Um, and my first real job that I got out of, um college when I got out of college after the one year away, it was two years, two years of working this job before I got a raise, before I even got a review to get a raise. And it wasn't because, you know, they like, uh, have some sort of program where you got to wait six months or, you know, anything like that. It was all because I didn't say anything because I didn't know. And I walked into a job situation just expecting that things happen because you show up. um, And nothing happens because you just show up. Um, so God allowed me a lot of uh, turmoil from that in different areas of my life where I didn't necessarily know how to advocate for myself or how to speak up. I was um, easily manipulated or easily led by others' desires in a certain way. Um, I know a lot of times I do get credit for like not moving for the need, uh, not moving my needle for much. But when it came to like actually standing up on things, it you know they kind of negated each other. So I wasn't advocating for myself and uh, spiritually moving forward, but I was also listening to others people other people's uh stories of their life acting as though it was my own
0: so when did you recognize that it needed to change i guess is an even better question because you talked about a lot of not being able to stand up for yourself so when did you personally realize hey this is something i need to change Uh,
1: it started with a world war sibling um there, uh, and then once we had reconciled, it was after my first year working at the pawn shop. So twenty nineteen, uh, early in the in the twenty twenty, um, okay. or mid twenty twenty, where it was like, oh, that's not how jobs work. You have to say, I'm. You know, you have to know your worth and you have to know your value. Um, I talk about this a lot. Where 2020 really taught a lot of people Especially in the pandemic That these jobs don't care about you And definitely don't care about you If you're not speaking up for what it is that you need Because um, for a lot of them You're just a number on the board uh, You are an uh, accessory to get a PPP loan <laughs> You know And yeah So so that was the moment where I just kind of realized And I mean, I hated that It had to be like, you know, early, mid thirties, but still.
0: So for me, I think one consequence for my behavior that God has allowed was my financial fallout that happened during COVID. You Mm. just mentioned COVID. Pre-COVID, I was working, working, working. Work was consistent. I was working a lot. And so I was able to pay my bills every month. No problem. But I had a lot of debt that I was not addressing. But it was no big deal to me because I could pay those bills every month. It's no big deal. Even though I knew, like, girl, knock this debt out. Like, you don't need to let it just sit here. But mm-hmm. it was working for me. And COVID hit and then it wasn't working cuz i literally <laughs> not working for 3 months and to be self employed and to go from living like i have this much money right every cuz it's coming in the money is pouring in to zero and i had to eat that the consequences um Thankfully for grace and mercy, there was some cushion from people that were like, girl, here, you know, take this, do this, move this. So God was gracious to me, very, very gracious to me because it could have been a lot worse. But he allowed me to see how my mismanagement, it was nobody else's fault but my own like he had given me resources and I did not manage the resources in an appropriate way. So that is one big consequence for my behavior that I had to eat. Here's the thing though, coming out of that, um, I still, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there is still a lot of work and retraining of my brain I have to do when it comes to spending money. I enjoy spending money. <laughs> and again, it doesn't even have to be my money. I love spending money so much. Somebody else will say, hey, find me this and I will find it for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like to shop. I like to, I like to shop. So it's it's taking me retraining my brain. And that is not a simple process because my natural tendency is to spend. My natural tendency is to shop looking for houses i don't need a new house but i like to shop i I will i will look and oh this house is nice i like this feature i like that feature i don't like that um and so it's taking a retraining of my mind i really don't think there's anything um shopping in itself is not bad right but buying things out of season and out of order and when i say season i mean like currently i'm in a season of my life where i don't need to just be acquiring new things Mm -hmm. and that takes a retraining of my mind because i'm used to i want it i get it like i said earlier i don't like no um and i'm in this season of my life, I really am having to learn to exercise self-control. It's one of the, It's the fruit of the spirit. Self-control is the fruit of the spirit. So that definitely is a natural consequence I've had. I think... Um, okay, so my next question to you, brother, is when has... Let me say this and then I'll ask you my next question. But God um, just... God respects our boundaries Mm. and I say that because he knocks at the door right Jesus knocks at the door of your heart does he barge in Mm
1: -mm.
0: no he doesn't barge in you have to open the door he respects your boundaries but quite often we don't respect the boundaries that God has for us so when I just talked about my shopping and all of those things that require me to have self-control and boundaries, when has God stepped in and told you no? <sighs> and uh, did you respect, did you respect that boundary that he put up?
1: Yes. Um, it was more so currently it's been no when I, Every time I think about, like, okay, hey, our finances are a little crazy, Lord. Uh, it's feeling like I should just go and get a job. Like, I'm literally praying about these, this situation and dealing with it. And then it's like, no, and it's like so clear, no, in a way of like, that's not what I told you to do, do what I told you to do. And then I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> Uh, and it's so clear because what he told me before I got up here was, you know, move to the coma and your gifts will make room for you. I think I've said that as like a prophetic thing, like on one of the podcasts, um, at at some point, uh, and it has been hard (laughs) to respect the boundary because when you go from two incomes to one income. Um, Even if that income is sustaining, like both in, you know, um, you end up with all kinds of situations, you know, because you don't have the the back of somebody immediately coming because you're still working on something. You're still building something. You're still trying to get there. So it's been really tough to respect the boundary because I want to just I want to under my own strength, get up and try and fix a situation when I've been given the key but it's harder to kind of trust the key sometimes
0: I get that I get that um I talked about my know from God probably in my um in one of the very first podcasts we did when I talked about my story and my faith walk so one of the first times I can vividly remember getting up for sure no from god <laughs> i was driving down Arch street um over by the quarry i was leaving my boyfriend's house i was almost back to cross street where we grew up anyway and it was dark outside but i clearly remember god telling me no he ain't it we hadn't me and him hadn't had an argument or anything you know i don't remember it being like a but it was a very clear this is not what I have for you did I respect his no clearly not because I told y'all this man was my ex-husband <laughs> <Like, laughs> I heard that no and I turned it into we'll see about that uh was not a good idea Really caused me a lot of issues in life, and I wish I had respected guys. No, for me, because he didn't mean it for to harm me. He really, truly meant it for my good. Like, girl, do better, be better, choose better, and I chose not to listen. And so, to me, those are clear examples and clear times when <laughs> I know. I need to respect God and his boundaries for my life and just his boundaries for him. Um, that's part of the reason I'm in therapy, guys, to figure out, like, why do I do the things I do? And how can I make different and better choices so that I can live a healthier, whole, full, fruitful life? So, yeah, um, this, chal- <laughs> this chapter was challenging for me Man. because... I so struggle with respecting God's boundaries and that's not something I'm boasting or bragging about but that's my very real that's my very real situation the very real push and pull for me of walking this thing out and you talked about it a little bit brother, but it really is all about trust. Here's the thing I know about me. I'm gonna get it wrong if given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so hard for me to just let go and trust that the God who created me, when he tells me no, he has a good reason for it and he's watching out for me. So um, the last question for this chapter, when has being unclear about who God is and or who you are as his creation interfered with your relationship with him? I know I can say it for myself being unclear about who God is, I kind of just answer my own question. When I think about who God is, part of the issue is, I don't think it's just something that's unique with me. A lot of times we just don't recognize who God is. We put him in a box. We make him small. We want him to be logical, step-by-step. And when I say logical, I mean in a way that makes sense to us, right? But God has his eye on the entire picture, not just this little section that we're worried about. So whatever he has for us, it may make absolutely no sense because he's not just worried about the promotion on the job he's looking bigger picture like no, i'm moving you over here next week so don't even worry don't you caught up in the wrong Mm-mm. i'm big picture guys so when i tell you don't worry about that i mean don't worry about that and so not really knowing who god is it's easy to mess up it's easy to it's easy to step out of line And that really does interfere with your relationship with him. I think the older I get, the more I'm learning about who God is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And not just the God that's been reported to me, but like having a real, true, intimate relationship with him outside of church walls, outside of Sunday mornings, outside of Wednesday night Bible study, outside of what my mama told me, outside of what I see other people experiencing, having... A for real, true, intimate relationship with him has changed the way that I I, I see him, and has helped me to loosen up some. I'm still um, I, I can I can admit that I am an anxious person because I like order. And I want to know, like, I want to know, no, no, like three (laughs) steps down the line. But my therapist gave me, (laughs) (laughs) but my therapist really did give me some great input. He said to me, like, you, this is what he said to me. I don't know if I said this in another podcast, but he said, like, Depression comes from worrying about the past and those things that we cannot change. We just ruminate over it, ruminate over it. There's nothing we can do about it. That's in the past, but that's where depression comes from. But anxiety comes from worrying about the future. You're going far, far ahead, far ahead. Yes, the Lord does want you to plan. He does want you to be a good steward and all these other things but you're worried about stuff that's 10 steps down the line when the two steps you're taking in front of you might take you in a different direction and you don't even have to worry about that. Focus on where you are right now. Focus on what you see right now. And that'll help reduce that anxiety. Like, I understand you're a big picture gal. You want to know, but you're not going to. Focus on what he has in front of you. And so I think that mind shift of course, like I've said before, it's not an instant mind shift for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I just said, I do struggle with anxiety because I wanna know, I wanna know, I wanna know, I wanna know, I wanna plan, I gotta know, I gotta know. <laughs> um. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> um, but that's not what he created me for. I need to stick with him step by step, and he's gonna, he's going to guide my path, but that requires me to lean on God in each and every moment and that will help reduce this anxiety that i i battle with so anyway um did you want to answer the question Are you
1: i this was a a rough well these last two chapters was rough because it kind of like took uh Everything that we've been doing and then started to be like, okay, hey, this was the top layer of that onion. Here's more and here's more. And like digging deep into our relationship with God and like how to approach his boundaries and knowing that his boundaries are for your good. That his nose means something but he's not gonna make you res- you know respect his no
0: or accept his no right but he's gonna risk but by the same token he's gonna respect yours your yes to get whatever it is that's fine because it's yours
1: yeah um and it's just such a dog it's just so it's just difficult man like Knowing the root of why, like, I I obviously don't like being told no, because sometimes I was told no in a way that was just, like, rude. Or you didn't told me yes so many times that now I'm having a whole, like, visceral reaction to being told no, that... I'm associating somebody telling me no with, like, abandonment. Like, I was really thinking about, like, you know, when God tells me no about stuff and how I react or somebody else tells me no and and how to respect their boundaries. So that's kind of what this chapter or not even kind of that's what this chapter made me think about was. How do you respond to a no? Like, for real, for real, like there are some no's that, like, ain't nothing, but then the no's that like really challenge your faith and and push you to the next point uh your life how do how do you do that how do you encounter that in a way that like is beneficial or how do you un- uh, encounter the uncomfortable so
0: right Oof. you talking about responding to a no you know mm-hmm. i pray for tamika's healing and i feel like i got a no on this side but on the other side he was saying yes to her like come on home but on this side it was a no and so when you talk about respecting God's no's and his boundaries that's instantly what I thought and what I came up with and not just Tamika and Linda and Uncle Chauncey I felt like he just kept telling me no and how did i respond to god's no i got real quiet no bloggy bloggies. <laughs> no no podcast i needed time to sit in that no and figure out how to live and deal with the no because it was a no to me but it was a yes to them they got to enter into paradise but then i had to deal with the no on this side of eternity so that's that real life stuff that it's not cute, it's not pretty. It challenges. It challenged my faith. I can't speak for everybody, but it definitely challenged my faith. Um, because I believe God to be kind and loving and merciful, and I feel in a lot of ways at that point of my life, the bottom fell out. And so, so what do I do with that? And how do I respond? So, I'm grateful for books like this. <laughs> that challenged me to think about my reactions to God and his boundaries. Um, anything else you want to add about this chapter, brother? It was challenging. Chapter 14 mm-hmm. was it's, a challenging, It's a, I will tell you this chapter 14 is a very short chapter to read. It might be the shortest chapter in the whole book, but I think it is one of the chapters that challenged me the most simply because my faith is very important to me. It is very real to me. And God is, is the reason I can even have a faith. So I think maybe perhaps that is why this chapter hit for me so hard. But huh, they love it. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure we get into it in the next chapter. Like, Because the next chapter was tougher for me, looking at some stuff. Um, like, because they didn't mention grief in this chapter, but they do mention it in the next chapter. And so, right. like, ec- assessing this, because this is boundaries and yourself.
0: No, boundaries and God.
1: Boundaries and God, my bad. Uh, And this one was more like, this is how your father thinks, you know? Right. And so that it was more of a while difficult it was still like okay i respect that like i have an understanding that these are the things that i'm allowing these are the things that i'm doing so on and so forth and now we're moving forward from there but next chapter was like <laughs> But <laughs> next
0: chapter was a not feel good for you mm. well i think that's the beauty of the podcast is we can have different perspectives and because we're different people and different things challenge us so
1: We appreciate you guys for riding along on this journey. Uh, The the assessing of boundaries, especially as it pertains to us, can be kind of difficult. So if we sound scatterbrained, it's just condensing our experience and just explaining it can, you know, be a little challenging sometimes. So we appreciate y'all's patience and riding along with us through this journey because it's not easy to talk about boundaries, to set boundaries, to... Understand that it's going to be a journey, that it's not something that you're going to get in one day um, and just keep moving forward. And remember, it's not I or you that preach, but we preach.
0: And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.